Hey, everybody. Jacob here from the Formula Drift podcast. We have an awesome deal for you. So if you head over to shopfd.com and use coupon code PODCAST23, you're going to save 20% on any merch. So anything you can find on that website, use PODCAST23 at shopfd.com. Save yourself 20%. Hats, shirts, lanyards, whatever. Just use the code. Save yourself some money. So why not? You know, don't, don't stop listening. Wait till the show's done. But then head over, shopfd.com. Use podcast 23. We'll see you guys out there. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. My name is Jacob Gettens, and we have the current prospect points leader, Rudy Hansen on. What's going on, buddy? Just here chilling. Yeah, just uh, just hanging out. How uh, how was the event for you? Like, let's let's just cut right to the chase. Like, did you, everybody goes into an event expecting and hoping and pushing to win, but like, was it at what point in time where you're like, holy shit, like we're doing it, like this is it, this is what I've worked towards? You know, really realistically, when I saw the bracket, I knew I I could get all the way through there. Like, I had potential to beat every every one of those guys. I knew Ben would be the hardest one of all. I haven't really got a battle, Ben. But I've watched him, and I've got to drive with him on the off seasons just a little bit, and so I, and and watched him even more. So I I knew coming into it that he would be the hardest one. But uh, um, yeah, I was I was definitely looking forward to it. I want that's who I wanted to battle. Like yeah. So like even we we have photos of me and him standing up on the fence by my RV, just looking out across the field, hat off there, and going, "I will see you in the finals." And that was the <laughs> night before. Both of us at like I don't know one o'clock in the morning. And we're like, let's go. So, like, I knew that it was a possibility to, to, to see him there. And then as soon as we got the brackets, I was like, all right, it's it's on. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I try, I, I mean, I, I think I do it anyways, even though I try not to. I try not to play favorites, but just seeing Ben in practice, I was like, damn, like, this is, he's shredding. He just picked up that car so quick. But, yeah, dude, you, you drove like an animal all weekend. It was awesome. There's, there's no doubt when I watched him, when I watched his runs from back, I mean, like when Ben went up, I was like, oh, let's go look and see what's going down. You look go down into the, in, down into the crowd and you're like, oh boy, we got, you know, he is on, on point, but you know, he's got a, he's got a car that worked from the very first lap. He's got a team that don't tells him, telling him exactly where, where his points need to be. Like it definitely helps. Like we only got seven runs before qualifying. So like typically we were getting 12 to 14 last season. And so. It, it, with it being the hardest circuit on the series, like I feel like coming into here, we did a lot of like sim testing and stuff that helped. And, and Ben had too. like, he'd been driving the sim a ton and you can yeah. see it, it showed, you know, and my, my sim was not translating the way I wanted to. Cause I don't drive the sim enough, but I still definitely, when I got lined up on the line, I was like, all right, I just did the things that I've been doing on the sim and it, and it definitely translated. And I definitely knew that he was going to be the hardest one when I was watching the field. So Nate, Nate was yeah. a hard one too. Even, you know, Jaeger was a hard, all of them. I knew yeah. watching their runs. I was like, Oh boy, we got a battle here, but um, I hadn't got to really battle all, all of those guys in competition. So I was looking forward to the whole run. So it was, it was exciting for that. It's, it's interesting too. Like with Ben and Jaeger, like you're taking two guys that are kind of pro back, right? Like these are guys that have, somebody mentoring them that is a pro level elite driver champion in one case like that's daunting but i mean and and without giving away too much like you have a very different program than they do so i'm sure for you that just kind of like makes it i wouldn't say sweeter because like you know it but does. it 
it proves it does. Okay, I'll let you say it. That, but it proves a point that like it it comes down like yeah, the, the the team helped for sure, but at the end of the day, you're the driver. Like if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. And and I mean, you beat those you beat everybody pretty fair and square. There was no no question in my mind. It was it was definitely like watching Moto when I was in like my car's deliveries from 90s Moto. So I remember watching Ricky Carmichael and 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 Jeremy McGrath and going, boy, what it'd be like to be on one of the on the pro teams. And then and so I always relate it back to Moto for me. So to to beat them is like I just beat I just beat the cars that can have anything they want on them. They can do anything they right. want. So that was that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good way of putting it. The cars, yeah, they could have anything they want. Like if yeah. At any point, like if, if you know, Ben or, or Jaeger was like, hey, we need to do this thing or whatever, whatever adjustment, whatever part needs to be replaced, it's, it's going to happen. So, yeah, that was yeah. super cool. Def, definitely like the cherry on top. But I mean, yeah, n- nothing. Even if even if Ben didn't have the, the team behind him, I knew he, he was going to be. Oh, I've, we've been driving together forever. So I knew he was. We actually both went and got our licenses at the same the same venue. And and we and and so yeah we've been we've been we did drift week together so we've almost died together so we've been we've been at it together for a minute. Did you almost so, die together on drift week? Is that what you're getting at? Yep, we did. We had a, we had a moment there where where um we both went out on track together. We both were doing basically high level tandem runs. I won't say the facility necessarily, and we both mm-hmm. were. One of us was supposed to come off. One of us didn't come off. We ended up one of us going on track the backwards because. We were listening to other people in the car, this, that, and the other. And with that said, we got ended up going on track, had almost a head-on at about 60 miles an hour, and both of us had both of the cabs full of smoke. This cab's cleared, and we and it was like, holy cow. So it was no fault. By, I, I, don't, I, I can't blame it on either one of us necessarily. Yeah, It, was, it usually takes two people to screw up. So with that said, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, we were like, we were blood brothers, I guess you'd say. I was, I was gonna say that's like the ultimate bonding experience, right? Like almost, almost dying together is pretty gonna make you pretty tight. Oh yeah, we had like little scrapes on the, on our, as our cars crossed by each other at, at at super fast speed, and then we were just like inches apart. So it was it was I'm, pretty wild. I'm gonna need that video clip. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to see that. It's I, it's somebody around, but it's it. actually been told to be fired, burned in a fire. We were told. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I can understand that. <laughs> Where so where did you where did you get your license then? We got it in Texas. So oh, like I, okay. Yeah, me and me and yeah. Ben both were just like dying to get our licenses. Um and we ended up meeting there. I think Bogovich was at the same one trying to get his license. Um and then who else was there? Oh. Can't remember his name. There was the red Mustang from last season. He just trying he got his he kind right. he didn't get his license that venue, but they allowed a few more people in because of COVID. He was one of those people that got let in. But, okay, uh, but yeah, gotcha. So was that was that a Lone Star Drift event or something it, separate? It was a Lone Star Drift event. Did, did they have a shootout? I thought they were all series based. So that was before they changed them. So like it kind of, I think there was a little bit of drama, <laughs> maybe two years ago about them giving out licenses with some something or another. I don't know the full details on it, but. Yeah. So he's kind of pulled away from that. Um, I think last season, and then so ours would have been three years ago that we we had that. Um, okay. That I think he only gave out two of them that weekend, and then ended up like FD needed more drivers, so they ended up giving out four because coming into COVID, I believe FD thought they weren't going to have enough drivers for the series, so they kind of were like, let's get the third and fourth people who wanted to come, like, and get yeah. them licenses to fill our series up. 
yeah. yeah, I mean that makes that makes sense. I mean now yeah. we're now we're sitting at what like forty something drivers, which just 40, makes it forty two is what they said. But yeah, Jesus, that's crazy. That's I mean I'm happy. I'm super stoked that like the sport gets to that point and we're not getting buy runs and stuff like that anymore. Right? Yeah, you like buy runs in the, in the pro class that that was just like it killed me last year. Like it it hurt. I know because you're sitting there like that could be me. Like they should just let one of us come up and do it, right? right? Or even at the end, you just want a battle. You want you like everybody leads up to like they keep pushing harder and they save a little bit for that 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 last lap with with the you know to be on the podium. And I feel mm-hmm. like we got we got you know cheated last year because two or three of the rounds did like buys came into it or people's cars broke or whatever. They didn't have enough time to fix it, which I think an extra five minutes allotted for like those other the last top three battles would be would go well because everybody's here to see that and like why not give them a little extra time i think one of the other dmac does it or or one of them gives them you can use your five minute time up up to the top three and then you are allotted another five minute timeout then so and i like oh, that. that's I like interesting that. i feel like it should be even longer if you get hit by somebody else because now it makes it so like i can go wreck your car and then potentially you won't get to go on because i did that where and it kind of puts it in the other person's hand if you get to make it to the top and i feel like Right. That would be really sweet if if that would never could never be the case, right? Yeah. So that somebody could wreck you out, not you wreck yourself out, but somebody wrecked you out of winning. So yeah, it, it's not fair to, it's not exact math to it all, right? But an extra yeah, but a little bit of time would be good. It's not good for the show either. Like you, we want to see the battle. Like I mean, even if it was, even if it's like, hey, yeah, we can't do the points. Like we have to call this, but we're gonna let you battle anyways in the finals. Like. You know, yeah, if nothing then, else. Yeah, but then you're not, then you're not giving your heart and soul, and you're not willing to yeah. just go smash your car for it. If, when you, when that podium's on it, you're willing, you're willing to ride your car off, and you're going to drive harder than you ever drove, right? So, like, let's go. So that's speaking that's from what, experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when you're in the in the battle, then it, when you come up to compete, you don't care what happens to the car. It's it's all out the window, or you're yeah. not doing it right. I think I think that's the difference between a lot of guys too. Like I've I've said this to so many guys coming up where I'm like, if you don't go into a weekend ready to write it off, you're not going to drive to your full potential. You're always going to have a hesitation. You're always going to, you know, pull a little bit. You're not going to dive in as hard. Like if you're worried about wrecking the car. So, and we've seen it. We've seen guys who have like, I mean, Turk, the, the long beach crash and then comes out and, and like, I think it was, he won Atlanta or something. Right. Or won New Jersey. The, and it was the like, round after whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you, you, you have that bad of a crash. Like, Hey, that's the worst that's going to happen to me. Now I can just drive out of the way right yeah it definitely just like i mean even in practice so i'm still trying to like get it to get through the whole week and i'm thinking to myself okay we don't want to crash and cr- crash in practice because we got to get just through the weekend but like like jonathan like her said to me he's like dude if you don't go out there to win practice you don't have the motivate you don't have like the momentum coming out of practice and i and before i came into it thinking Oh, I got to get my car through practice. Then I, then after talking to Jonathan, he's like, no, just go win practice. And that saying yeah. is so, so true for me. Like I need that mo- momentum. I need to feel like I just beat you before we go line up again, even though there was no points on the line. I just did a <laughs> random run and, and, and I just murdered you. Right. So yeah. I need that coming into it. But, uh, but it's hard. It's what? hard to just like say, okay, that's, that's what we're going to do. Every run. I'm just going to go. I don't, it's going to be like a league qualifier run. So we, for this weekend, I had that momentum at the beginning and then I had, and then I went off track twice, got once <laughs> lost in the smoke and almost wrecked the car basically coming up the, up the hill. And, um, 
reeled it in for about all of Wednesday, thinking I don't, I can't get back up into there, and that can't come and get back up in there, and then competition comes, and I was like, okay, it's all out the window. Like I don't care where, not that I don't care, but like I gotta, I gotta be in that zone every time. I gotta run it wide. I've gotta hold it through there, and and you gotta throw that all out the window for sure. It's definitely a Jonathan Hurst line to be like, you need to go out there and win practice. Like that's. <laughs> This is very much a Chano quote. It, oh, it is. Like, I was listening to the Sorensons the year before. They're like, no, make it so you make through this, that, and the other. And, like, kind of taking just oh, oh, sucking from every team that was doing well, right? And then right. I was like, and Jonathan was like, he came in there swinging. And he always makes, it's always beautiful to watch him run, right? Like, he does not care. Like, drives, like, level 10 all times. And, and, and so, like, I had a little podcast with him. Like, what do I do to win, right, buddy? Yeah. Just help me out. And so, yeah, that was, that was the one line I took away from it, like, go in practice. So, every huh. time I'm out there, I just say to myself, I'm going to go in practice. This is for, I think of him, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely, it definitely worked for you in this round. I mean, because you're not, you know, you're not hesitating. You're just going, like, okay. Like you said, you, you almost went off track and hit that wall, which I think it was, like, Jeff Donati. Was it Jeff Donati you hit? Um, and, like, totally it was either him or dustin i can't remember donati hit the wall yeah it was okay i always get dustin miles and and jeff donati confused i have no idea why i shouldn't (laughs) yeah it was Um, donati i was actually looking at some of his posts this weekend yeah that was the yeah the the bmw he hit hard he showed the in-car and like that in-car too was like from behind the driver's seat too and like you see it he just got lost in the smoke like he's like oh i should transition here and and by the time you realize it, it it's too late he had all four tires off when he hit the when he hit the the barrier. Like he hit so hard, all four were up in the air. You could see like daylight underneath of the car. It was it was a big hit for sure. Brand new car too, like just Brand built. New. Yeah, that's 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 not a good feeling by any means. But hey, that's his one, right? That's his big crash. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was Is it, it was really hard to see through the smoke coming through the finish right there. Like you had to like change your lineup in the chase as opposed to the lead to just get through that smoke and like not be lost in that smoke. But that was definitely like a per- a portion that I had to focus on to get through there clean. Are you are you driving that track like purely based on like timing or visual indicators? I mean, I ta- I asked a bunch of different drivers this past weekend how how they navigated. Some guys like, yeah, I just know the timing from the sim. Some guys like, no, I look at this poster and when I get there, I know I need to do this. Like, what's your? I guess like, what are you doing in the car to get through Atlanta? It's a, it's a hard track. So on the finish line, when I'm coming, when I was coming back up, up the run out, I, there was like basically about a two second count where as soon as they would trans transition in front of me, I I had about two seconds of free air that I had to, I had to keep it pinned through and then I could, I'm looking really good. I could see their lights kind of just flash be, behind me and that's all I could really see for a second. And then you, and then you pop the smoke and hope the aim, the wall wasn't right in front of you at that point. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it easier or harder there in the day or or, or night like is it easier because you can see tail lights or is it better when you have all the light in the world each run was different it's all dependent on how how well i i manage my my chase if i was in the right zone on the chase right obviously it was still harder at night because the smoke was thicker at night right it was all really more so on how i managed my chase run like if i was in the right position so i could like hold it a little on the inside and then pop through it really fast. And then it, I didn't have problems. I really didn't have much problems with vision on my, on my comp runs. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't see like the best by any means, but I didn't like, there wasn't ones where I really was just like scared. I was going okay. to die. Yeah, it was, it was thick, but like a transition and the car was there was in the right spot. I could kind of see through it. Um, practice runs. though, I had a risk, like, like I said, I went off twice and then there were some really <laughs> scary moments as I was trying to just like, 
figure out where to transition correctly to get to get the smoke managed appropriately. Yeah. Is are you so if you're when you're doing practice, are you preferring to lead or, or chasing it? Or is it like try to lead before qualifying and then chase before battles kind of thing? Um, it was a combination. I mean, like, let's get real. I don't feel like I am going to get a be to be a better chase driver at any, at any circuit. Like I know how to chase already. And I feel like that skill set is pretty well dialed in for what it's going to be for the weekend. Obviously every weekend right. it can be better, but it's not, I'm not going to increase that a whole lot. I don't feel like, but I can win off my lead line, which I did this weekend. I feel like, right. Like, so like, yeah. So like we really focused even on the last day. I'm like, should I go get chases? And then like, no. You just need to make sure you got your lead line. Even the piece we talked about it, you need to be in your lead line, like hitting all the zones so that when you run Ben, he is hitting the zone so that you can, so that you one, you at ah. least have a chance to beat him. Right. And so, and I wasn't getting to the, where I needed to be. Like, it was like a battle. Like, to be honest, the last, the lap I had with Ben in the, in the finals was my best run of the whole weekend. So like, I need, I didn't get enough laps during the weekend to be where I wanted to be. I still didn't feel like a hundred percent. Each one got, just couldn't get to where like it was the visuals are really hard you come up the hill the hill rolled over i couldn't get a good visual on where i wanted to be to to let off and so for a while it went long i was going short just couldn't get a good visual now we got it finally we got it like dialed in but it really was going through the battles when i was getting it dialed in because i really didn't do that many chase runs the chase runs were so scary this weekend <laughs> because everybody was so random that i was just like not that I wasn't willing to risk it, but like there wasn't, I didn't line up with good drivers that I wanted to go like run their door on, on it. So that was, right. that was that. So we just said, hell with it. Let's just focus on our dialing our lead run in. And, and so each run, that was the main, the biggest concern was focus on the lead run. Let's like make sure you're hitting all your points perfectly and the rest will come. <laughs> and it did. So. Yeah. And I feel like prospect is so much about consistency that like it almost trumps in a lot of cases what the rest of the battle is going to look like right like they're not easy tracks a lot of these drivers are in brand new cars like they've got maybe an hour of seat time in, and it's like you know you've had the same car for what three four years three, now three years now yeah so, finally is now working right yeah and that that gives you an idea of like you know don't maybe don't build a brand new car getting into a brand new series on a brand new tire in it you know like maybe yep. i don't know it's worked for some guys, but not many. <laughs> Chelsea said it. I mean, and I agree with it and I knew it, but I had, I, at my, when I, when I, when I got my license, I was like the best thing for me to do when I raced motos, I found the best dude on the track and I, and I asked him if I could follow him and I told him I was going to cut the track and do whatever it took to be on his hills. And like, mm. that's what I did with, to, with it, with drifting. I was like, I may have got my license prematurely. I don't know. I don't really care. I, I don't, don't think wanna, you did. But I, I mean, wanted you just to, you just right, wanted right. Lana. How could you say you got right. it prematurely? <laughs> um, well, that was three years ago, right? And and I still was learning so much. But my point would be is like I just got it so that I could drive with the best drivers, and that's like like even wanting to go to Pro One may or may, I may or may not be uh at that level. Even watching when you when I go back and watch those guys the day after, I'm like, oh god, I got a lot to learn, right? <laughs> but with that said, like I'm not. There's only about five, in my opinion. There's only five dudes in prospect that are going to teach me that. Like when I won Rome in Hot Pit Series, I, we come out of there and he beats me and I'm like, he's like, you weren't doing this, this, and this. And like, that's how I learned from it, right? And I didn't learn from beating the guy that was slower than me, per se. Like, so, so like having those guys, you know, losing, just even if you're only doing tandem runs with those guys once, once, once in a while on the weekends for FD, that's where I'm going to get better at, right? So 
That's yeah. that's my my whole push is to drive with those guys. They will push me to be better, no doubt about it. Yeah, and and I mean you do a lot of driving, all things considered. I mean, like you said, between Drift Week, which I I I, I mean Drift Week, Hot Pit. Although, did did you not lose to your wife at Hot Pit? Well, you know she's standing right here. She can smile when she hears this one that I lost yeah. to her. I did. I did, yeah. I, the, on any given Sunday, right? Anything can happen, right? But you know what? You know, Alex Yeager and both, um, and Ben Hobson better look out, right? Because she just beat me too, right? So, yeah. no, she, she's, she's killing it. She's, there are, she's got more time on the sim recently than I, than I have. I mean, granted, the car, I haven't driven that car for a couple of years. We were still testing it, but ultimately, I, the car was working fine. I got I can't, I can't give, I can't take away any credit from her. We put too mm. much grip in the car at that event. And the car was gripping up, and I and it straightened behind her, and she got the win. Um, and yeah, definitely. Um, she's but she's been putting in the hours. I'll call her in the afternoon, like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm on the sim. I just did five tanks of gas. Oh, I'm all sweaty. <laughs> you know what I mean?" And she's and she's like, "Oh, I'm all out of breath, babe. What do you? You know what I mean?" I'm like, "I'm working here, right?" So like, what? Yeah. Either which way though. But I, I'm like, just keep driving the sim. Let's go. Let's go. I want I want to see her and me and her up on the box at, at Hot Pits, and and then like ultimately FD. That's the whole plan, right? Yeah, that'd be so. sick. I mean, that would be that would definitely be the first couple. I think. I mean, in FD together. I mean, obviously Hunter and and Freddie. Like that's a a crazy drifting couple as well. I know, I'm sh I know there's more that I'm missing. That's. I mean, Chelsea and Chelsea eventually. But eventually, uh, right? yeah, Chelsea squared. But yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick, man. I'm I'm totally down for that. And if I'm not mistaken, you have a a photo of your wife for motivation on the dash. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they they stuck a photo. Yeah, they, she was bending over the car with her with her ass hanging out in a little <laughs> in a little sundress. Somebody took a photo of it. Well, I know Bob probably did because it's his camera, yeah. and, and they attached it to the, the interior of the car. So that was pretty funny. You you'd park you'd parked your car up at the podium, and we were I think we were just about to start recording with the prospect top five qualifiers, and I was like, oh, this is Rudy's car. Let me like take a look around, <laughs> and I stick my head, and I'm like. Hmm, drift milf. Okay, <laughs> like, and I had no idea at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's some of the uh, stuff we're selling, but we're not selling her for sure, right? Okay, She's, she does all of it for me. Like, she uh -huh. set up the computer for me. Like, she is like everything about it besides like just turning the steering wheel. She helps so much with everything. Like, it takes it takes taking everybody to get me where I'm at. Like, who go do an event? You'll think, oh, I can, oh, I can manage the weekend coming into it, and then when the weekend's over, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm glad everybody that was here, and then everybody else that we drummed up on the side was able to come help because we needed them all. Yeah, so I, I think it's, it's so huge, and I don't think drivers or or anybody who's successful in any capacity talk about it enough that like having a partner, whoever that is, wife, husband, best friend, dog, whatever, that's supportive and is always there for you is such a difference, like. I've got buddies who are like, oh, I like doing this thing, but my wife's not into it. And I'm like, that's, that's such a struggle. Cause then like, if they're into it, if they're at the track with you, if they're doing whatever with you, like one, it's one less thing to worry about pissing somebody off. And two, just having somebody, you know, right. And then having yeah. somebody you can just rely on to, to do it. My wife's the same way. Like all the stupid shit I'm doing, even right now, I was like, Hey, uh, we're going to record a little bit earlier. And she's like, cool. I'll take the kids out of the house. We'll go grab dinner. Give me your credit card. You know, like. And it's like perfect thank you like if i had somebody who's like oh you're doing the podcast again like oh well i guess we have to be quiet like that would be make it that much harder she is she's amazing she does she does so much for us and like now that she's driving it even takes it to the next level she wants to learn about the cars and and it, she's gonna laugh at me but 
the reality was she she didn't know anything about the cars and the questions she she shot me were retarded but now she's like she's surpassed all that and asked like legitimate questions as and and does like like a true race manager like things every single day of the week and like mm-hmm. she'll now she wants to drive even more she'll wake up in the morning and she's like i'm like what? she's like i was just racing with the boys i was getting do- doors with the boys <laughs> in her dreams right and like so like i mean like you're in it like that's what i love to hear because like if you're if like if for me to go out and work on a car as many hours on my car and then go to, to work on her car with her and to have all of that ready it takes a ton and then for her to take the pressure off of me by doing all the other things that i hate doing then we are, and then and then love it like she sleeps in the trailer with me uh, every single night we sleep in that stupid trailer traveling yeah. from event to event and 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 if i didn't have if i had a woman that needed a motel we wouldn't have enough money for race tires it's just yeah. that simple so can we can we let's get into that cuz i think that's something that people like i've talked to plenty of prospect guys who are like, Oh, I'll tell somebody like, Oh, you know, I'm a driver. And people think that like, I make all this money cause I'm a prospect driver or whatever. Right. Like even, even at, like, I'm sure you've gone to grassroots events and like, Oh, you're a prospect driver. That must be amazing. Like you must have all these sponsors and stuff. Like what's as much detail as you have comfortable getting into, but like, what is the reality right now of, of trying to run this season? So, I mean, what's the, what's the reality? It, it, it takes every single dollar my construction company makes every single right. penny like that. My wife runs our Airbnbs that so we were lucky enough two years ago to like buy when the economy was right. We have three of those. We live off of those three. So we make enough money. Oh, she's putting with four. So we have three and a half of them. Depends <laughs> on the season. She right. runs all of those for us. Um, and, and we live off of that money. And that's like not even that much money. It just, it's just like the residual off of that. That pays the house payments. And and basically the food, right? And then and then the rest of it, my construction company makes. I mean, I mean, I have three employees. I make decent money, but every single dollar to that, you know, hundred hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars goes right into my FD slash her driving program right, between program. between gas, cars, what whatever it takes. So we're luckily lucky that with with our series sponsor Track Tires this season that they're helping us with hot pits because I don't think well I know we couldn't afford to be able to get tires two f- sets of full tires for both rounds all the time like i ha- my money comes and pays for one we get help with the other series but with that said it's just like i there's that means i'm doing 16 rounds of brand new tires for 16 rounds and i don't, i can't i can't swing that so yeah um yeah we just we spend but people ask yeah you're right it's, every dollar goes into it and then i'm really budget conscious we sleep in the stinking trailer all of the time like we drove we just slept in the trailer for like all the way here we, we pull into a truck stop we sleep in the trailer we'll leave the fd event i'll get them a uh well let's just talk about last season we slept in the trailer 10 dudes in our trailer sleeping on the floor all last season i think one at st louis we get a motel because it's so hot there it was so hot last year but the year before we didn't we just stole power from mike powers rv his trailer would run <laughs> all night long i didn't steal it but he, he would leave it at night and i'd be like you're gonna leave the generator running he's like yeah i don't even care i'm like i'm taking power so I can shut my generator off to save my generator fuel, run it over to mine, and then I'd power up my AC unit with his generator. Then he'd come in the morning, and I'd switch the cords around him, re-plug them back in. Because we, I mean, it's not that we didn't have the money, but we had, we were spreading ourselves You're so conscious. thin yeah, of all yeah. of the events that we wanted to achieve. And that was the only way we were going to be able to get, get to the, the ultimate point where, you know, where I, where I put the banner on my fridge that says, you will win pro spec. You know what I mean? That was like, 
I've looked at that for three years straight now. Every single morning I wake up, I go to the fridge, I do whatever it is in there, and I look at that thing. And then I look at the one below it where my wife says she'll she'll do that at hop hits. Like like we like it's it's our, it's every inch of our life from from morning till till bedtime, and then and then and in, in bed too, right? Like we talk about racing all night long. She she dreams about it, and then she wakes up, and then I do it for a couple hours, and I go do my business, and then I come back home and and do it again, drive the sim That's a couple crazy. hours. So it's it's wild. It's all and then and, and then then we had one of the cars that this car here was totaled last October, so I had to rebuild it this season, and it, it got a full refresh on it. It got it got wrecked at hot pits. We put it back together, and that was the car I was debuting at LS Fest uh, about a month ago. Now, are you able to go to LS Fest being like a huge LQ9 fan? Is that is that allowed? Is that do you still fit in there? <laughs> right. Well, this one <laughs> that's in there is uh is just the five point seven, so it's legal, right? But okay, yeah. it's it's fine. It's fine, do right? They, yeah. Do they like come in and check your block and be like, mm, "Is it LQ? I don't know." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just glad to have some of the people, all the drifters there. It seems like they can't get enough drifters there. I mean, I feel like we're the show for for that because nobody wants to watch autocross. Well, hey, hey, you gotta be careful. You used to be quite the autocross star, weren't you? I did, but I never could stand watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and and even to the to like to back that up even more, my dad would be like, "Come on, you gonna come autocrossing with me?" He's like, "Oh, I got the car ready, you prepped it. You want to go?" And I'm like, I'm "Like, um, if I don't have anything going on or whatever, right?" And then, you know, I I enjoyed it till like about the age of eighteen, but it that's when it switched over to racing motocross and stuff right. that was just more just more dangerous right like it was it wasn't scaring me enough like i i get told to reel it back in there was a couple of times where i sent it so hard drift uh, autocrossing that i ended up on completely the other side of the course up on the curb over the curb and then they're telling me that you know you're not in this we're not racing for money i don't you need to slow down this that and the other and i'm like and you're right this isn't the sport for me <laughs> is is that so that was your transition at that around that time into into moto um moto was just i just loved catching i just loved catching air i loved going fast and it was just a cheaper more aggressive way like honestly if i had to do like like rally trucks or something to that effect that's like a venue i would love to like go down but just the, the budget wasn't there for it and mm -hmm. um we had a local motocross track and i did that and raced motocross for kind of about the age of 35 when i landed at some somebody didn't flag a triple correctly and then i landed on top of them broke my wrist and and then like three surgeries later, it still was never the same. And so like, this is me. Jeez. So. Yeah. That's, that's a good, I mean, that's a good time to step away. I know there's, there's been plenty of, of drivers that have, have come from Moto. That seems to be, it, it, it's, it's weird. Like, I think now we're at a point where drivers are getting young enough where they, they start in drifting. Like we saw that with, uh, with Jay, the drifter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like how often are you seeing, I, cause I asked him like, what else are you doing? He's like, this is it. But like, your generation, my generation, the older generation, I'm not calling you old, but I might I be the oldest guy in prospect. I am. I am. Are you? Yep. Okay. Yep. But we are all the whole team's Jeritol crew. Call us just the Jeritol crew. <laughs> but you guys all had to come from something because it wasn't around or wasn't available at the time or, or wasn't known, right? Like it was around, but just wasn't as big. No, it would, I mean, we live in Idaho, so, like, if anybody wants to go drifting, they just take their razor out in the mountains or take your four-wheel drive out in the mountains. So, like, drifting was not a thing because, like, in let's get real California, you're, you don't have as many trucks because there's pavement everywhere, so everybody has low riders, right. right? And so then you have a low rider and you do cookies, and then you have that, and then you do 
there you go. There you're drifting before you know it, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, I never, I've never had it, but I always like, I loved like burnt like when I was 14 years old, I had a 55 Chevy that I blew up the rear end in it multiple times doing this big before you even had a license. Before I even had a license, my dad had he he had drag cars and. He would do big. He wouldn't do big burnouts. He was actually very conservative. He, which is funny, <laughs> he's the opposite end of the spectrum. He would. We had car stuff, but he was like, "Be nice to the tires. We need these tires to last for the season for autocross or you need burnouts for the drag car to warm it up. We only, you only three and a half seconds is all you need to do." And so for me, it's been a whole totally different thing. I'm like, "Let's go. Let's just like blow the tires off." So when I was a kid, I I would do burnouts and blow the rear end off out of the car just like learning how to like release the clutch correctly and not shock it too much and that's why i would break them up because the car made more power than i was trying to allow it to put to the ground and just blowing the spider gears out of them i was a 14 year old kid just learning to do burnouts but yeah is is that and that's just like at at that point in time were you hooked or were you like the kid at like eight nine years old who's jumping off buildings and doing stupid shit um, we were always doing motocross stuff, like stupid stuff. We would go out and jump each other. Like we would lay out, you know, ten of us in a row, and we'd go jump over each other doing motocross stuff. And and like we would, we were jumping trucks and jumping cars and and doing stupid stuff like that. But uh, I mean, I wasn't as crazy as some of my friends, but I've always been called crazy. To be honest, so like I'll I'll take the I'll take the label. <laughs> like you like i've just kind of lived up to it now yep, like been yep, been called sure. crazy my whole life yep, for sure. yeah i i it's funny how how much the same so many of of like successful drivers are with that kind of like i i i've always kind of boiled it down to like a lack of fear and it sounds like you have fear because you talked about being scared earlier but like it's almost like you're enjoying it where you're like no that's where i want to be is right on that cusp of like uncomfortable Oh, de- oh, definitely. Like I, lo- okay. I, I, yeah. That's the, that's why. That's why we do it. I want to be scared every time I get in. Yeah. Like I looked at uh, Max on the line. He came up to me and he was just like his hand was shaking. Even though he wasn't scared, he looked up at me and I'm like, he's like, oh, let's go. And he's like, it just hyped him up more, right? Like that's that's what we're there for. Like, and I wasn't even scared. I was just yeah. I wasn't because yeah, there was nothing to be scared of. I'm just sitting on the line ready to go. But definitely the nerves are there. Like that's why we do it. Is like. I want to, I want to feel this like inner child, this inner beast come out of me and like, go just like send it, you know, like, yeah. Is, is that why you're doing Like you, you did stuff like mountain biking and skiing and stuff like that too. I always like to like scare myself. I guess you would say like, it's just to see the limit of, of what, what we can, what we can go do. Like skiing meteorite was like one, one highlight of my skiing yeah. career. Just like, just crazy, cra- crazy just, just the craziest I can. But, um, cars have always been it like was was always the easiest for me of all the things i've done everything else i did fairly decent but cars was the easiest i could come out autocrossing and never driven my dad's car before at all show up the day of the event him hand me the keys to it and i could get top time a day and beat everybody there all and i did it multiple times and and they the old boys would be super like i wouldn't say super mad but they're frustrated how i could and i'd never put a, a foot in the car so i mm-hmm. i definitely cars came easier for me than anything else that I've done in the past. I mean, it, it, I'm glad you found it. Cause like, I feel like there's so many people who don't, who like don't have that need, but then, you know, just go into something ridiculous or stupid. Like, I mean, it, it sounds like you're like, Oh cool. Like I have this feeling that I need to happen regularly. And it just happens to be that cars can fulfill that. Oh yeah. And then the drifting is even, is even more so like, there's nothing like I love, I love, 
just I love beating on a car on limiter. I love I love filling the car full of smoke. I love and then I, and then when I got into when I found drifting, I was like, oh, and I can kind of control this now. So that was like the the coolest thing to me before it was before it was like real aggressive, like just blowing the tires off. Because like before I got into FD, it was more like and or even drifting. It was like um. Like I was interested in the Aussie burnouts and I was interested mm -hmm. in, in like I had a rat rod that I was building and I love doing burnouts and I have a 65 Chevelle that I do burnouts in. And then as soon as I wrap my head around that you could, you could control it with being on limiter and blowing the tires off. But I'm like, all right, all three things combined that I just love. Like, so let's, <laughs> let's go. This is it. But I, I knew the minute, the day I got in a drift car, I knew I was, I'm like, this is it. Like I didn't even, I looked up at my girl and I'm like, this is it. We are buying yeah. a drift car. One week later, <laughs> we had one. And now we've got seven of them, and it's like it, it definitely hasn't slowed. It de definitely hasn't slowed down. So what? What is your? I guess like what is your car history? Because you've you've had a lot, and they a lot of them have some fun stories, even ones you don't have anymore. But um, yeah, what's I, I, like you've already named off some insane cars, but yeah, what what what's the highlight? I won't make you go through all of them, but um, well, my dad, my dad's all of my dad's race cars. I helped him build it, and they were like um ultimate street car challenge cars those were really really fun i've had some of those cars that he let me drive to to his work when i was a teenager and i ended up do, like trying to show off for my friends and ended up over the curb with them like i centered <laughs> up over the curbs like like dad dad didn't even know about that till i was like 30 years old he had a, okay. he had a 69 or, or 65 cobra kit car that was worth a ton of money and he's like you can drive this to work so I actually, no, it wasn't drive it to work. It was take your cousin for a ride in it. So I took my cousin for a ride in it, and we got it sideways. And before you know it, when you, when you I let off, and that was the biggest downfall ah. to let off when you're drifting. And then it gripped yeah. up, aimed at the curb, up and over the curb, high centered over the curb. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's going to be mad. But, like, the two bolts, that, like, if you know what a Cobra kit car, the front of them looks like it's all fiberglass and, like, beautifulness. And there was, like, two bolts holding on. I don't know what it was, but like these little horns that come off the bottom of it. And I remember when I hit the curb, the two bolts had scratch marks on it and it didn't hit the paint that was like quarter of an inch oh. away from it. So it skipped those two bolts, landed up on the curb and nothing happened to it. Found some rocks, got it back up off the curb, this, that and the other. But that was like definitely one of my moments I thought my dad was going to kill me for sure. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I had a 55, I had a, what did I have? An 82 Chevy pickup that I raced mud bogs. I bought it, like, I was like 16. Dad was like, oh, maybe I can slow him down with the, with the mud bogging truck, this, that, and the yep. other. That didn't work out. It didn't slow me down at all. Needless to say, I blew up the motor immediately, bought a brand new motor. At that time, Saline Chevrolet was producing, like, a ZZ3. And I, and it was, uh, I went, saved all my money, spent like five grand on it, and it was the most powerful engine at, in, at that time that you could put in it. And they just released it, and, so anyway, which way I threw that in it and I went mud bogged that whole season and I spanked everybody. Like we won't, we just went from series to series to series and me and my buddy drove it back to back and I would take first and he would take second. And we would, we just drove around just all <laughs> over and we just murdered in that with that series. Cause brand new tires, that's when they came out super small for boggers, brand new motor. Yep. And, and that was a, a big highlight too. And we just, we just, just drove all over the country. Just, I'd say country, but with the West and just did mud box series and just spanked everybody for like a year. Jesus. Yeah. What, how many, I guess you said you got seven drift cars now. What, what is your, obviously you're kind of known as chassis, but like, what have you expanded to? What have you tried? What do you like? 
Well, I bought a BMW because everybody tells me I need to drive a BMW, right? And they're like, oh, you need right. to see it, blah, blah. Haven't even spun a, a circle on it. It sits there. I bought it for my boy, um, and it's kind of a little more of a daily for him to kind of practice on. And then I figured I could get on get onto it and see what it was all about. But I bought, after Drift Week 1, I bought Luke Fink's G35. And okay. that's kind of our backup car. Whenever something's broken, we pull it out and utilize it. Plus, we take that car ice drifting. So next nice. to our town. So much fun. Yeah. Next to our town, we have like a lake that we go to. And then two years ago, we just talked to Simon Olson about it. And he's like, let's go ice. You need to um, come to my country and go ice drifting. I'm like, I live in the mountains too. Why am I, why do I got to go there? Let's go in our <laughs> town. So like, I didn't even know where to go. I did nothing. And I just, uh, Valters, Valters, who's my media guy from FD. He's, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, we go ice drifting this, this, that, and the other. And so, he, but he didn't, he's like, where are you going to go? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, oh dude, you're going to like, be sorry. You ordered your tires. You're not going to find a place to go. It's harder than you think. I'm like, whatever, dude, you haven't met me yet. I'll go find a spot. <laughs> so we just started, you know, I got on the phone with all of the forest service, found out what we could and couldn't do, where we could go. And they gave us a list of a few options. And then we just started driving to those lakes and found some lakes that we could get onto. And then a month later, I bought another G35 so me and the wife could get doors. And then, and then and ever since, we just, we just go out there, plow the lake with a razor and, and then just get down, like just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of laps and I get so much laps what's, what's crazy people don't realize is like you can still overheat the tires and then start blowing the studs out like you like i wish i would have known that before <laughs> uh, <laughs> right <laughs> you're like you did like four laps and you're like where'd all the studs go <laughs> well, we were doing way more than that but like uh, we were doing like an hour session like and then we go oh, yeah. yeah and then i'm like at the end of the day i'm like oh well we ruined those tires i'm like yeah we must have got them too hard. So, yeah what, whatever <laughs> So then we have crappier tires that we're trying to like build into these better tires that because I, I this first set I got were like from Latvia so they were a more ice tire and they were yeah. amazing and the other ones we've been trying to put studs in and this and that and the other it's They're hard just, and then tube but, them and put like yeah. sealant in it and stuff yeah and, oh my yeah. I'm sad my Not, my first set I ruined them but now we don't I know exactly which tires you're talking about too, that you you would have ruined they're they're not cheap but they're they're incredible no they got like twenty mil studs they're it's super grippy. They're so fast. So fast. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So is that so G's, BMWs, S chassis? Um That's it. I got so I have three three S so I have three S chassis, then I got the two two of those, then I got the BMW, and then I got a couple more S chassis that are like backups slash and then I have a really stock one. I got thirty two two uh model T. Um it's a rat rod that, that we're in the middle of building, it's about done. And then I've got a 65 Chevy that I did a frame off resto on it, but right before I started to learn to drift. And so luckily I got that done. Otherwise I wouldn't have finished it. I was going to say that would just be, that would just be donations to yeah. drift cars. That'd be, yeah. 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 Part it out and sell it. Yeah. Like the, the stock car every once in a while, I'll go peel parts off of it. I'm like, Oh, I got to get that. I, just, I, stuck, I stole the sway bar brackets like a month ago off of it because I didn't have brackets <laughs> under all three cars. Cause all three cars had to be prepped as I left for FD this weekend. Two of them right. went to to California to the hot pits, and then the other one went to Atlanta with me for this series. So I've got like two different setups for for East Coast and West Coast at this point. That's cool. That's a good that's a good way to do it. And then you can just fly back and forth or drive back and forth if you need to. Well, that was the only option for me to be able to do hot pits, which is where I make my money, and FD is where I get my partnerships. So kind of the way ah. the way I'm playing them a little bit more. But I get I get a little I don't get as much partnership money per se from prospect, but there's more money in it so but it but there's more notoriety in, in fd so but they're both great like my wife gets to drive prospect or hot pits with me and then we get to drive yep. together which 
sucks. But <laughs> I, I think I think Hot Pits is like no joke though. Like as a as a builder series, like I mean the amount of guys that have come out of there now is crazy. Or the guys that are even competing, coming out of there, it's crazy. And and like nobody talks about it, which is weird. Like there's all these series people talk about, and like I mean maybe because I'm like northern east coast or somehow Midwest, which makes no sense, but um it doesn't it doesn't get talked about enough and the more and more i've heard about it and the more and more i've seen the driver roster i'm like holy shit like this is this is developing drivers like crazy there's 15 people in there that could come like there's there's 10 of them in my opinion that could have won prospect this weekend yeah easily easily 10 of those dudes could have won prospect this week so their drivers are, are are really good for sure it's it's good. It's almost, yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm always happy to see that like feeder series getting bigger and bigger and better. And then you kind of get these like waves of people that come from it. Like we saw like, you know, MDU had a, like a wave of people that came in that all just crushed it for a while. And they still are. I mean, nothing against any of those guys, but like, and then same thing with uh, uh, Lone Star. Lone Star for a while was just like, just producing these drivers. And you almost get that kind of rotation through the country, it seems, where like one series will like shove like four or five guys into prospect and then out of those like two or three rise into pro so it's just cool to see that wave well they're all such so competitive people and i think we've all driven together well enough that, that when, when it gets time to drive together like we already know like i when i go up with margaritas anytime yeah. with i line up with him if it's top 32 or to, or finals like i'm gonna give him it's the same run it's gonna be the same yeah. run like it's gonna be a heater like i'm gonna wreck the car or we're gonna win one or the other he's a He's a great guy too. I mean, I, he was bugging me so much about pronouncing his name so poorly. And he's like, he's like, we were watching it and I recorded it. He tagged me and he's like, I was laughing so hard. You tried. I'm like, man. Well, so what's the correct pronunciation? Have you got, I don't know. He told me and I tried like four times. I'm like, dude, I'm just going to call you the Greek doctor. I want to get him on. I don't want to spoil it because the reason why he's called the Greek doctor is actually fascinating. And like, I, I don't, I, we can talk about it after if you don't know the story, but I don't want to spoil it here. I want him to tell it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I, that whole series, everybody that's come out of it. I mean, seeing Rome there, um, seeing Kyle Mohan coming out and do stuff there. Like it's, it's, it's just cool to see. Like, I think, I mean, if you're in that area, go watch. Cause like, you're going to see the next generation of great drivers come out of there. Yeah. And a lot of them are already they're They already yeah. hold their licenses or have been. So it's like, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, and it's but so that, competitive. As you said, that takes those guys who don't have their license yet, and they're competing against you. They're they're competing against uh, Rome, and it's like even just to practice against that guy, you're going to learn more in one lap practicing against him than you are running a whole day with your friend. Mm-hmm. Like for, for sure, you, yeah. It's it, I, I mean, he's a whole. I can't wait to get him on the show because he's a whole other character that has a crazy story. But what I like, I guess what else? What else are you doing for Sea Time, or what else have you done that that you think other people should invest in um well obviously the sim right ice drifting yeah ice drifting it just gives you a whole nother whole nother outlet and then and then um just just we have been doing a lot less play events which kind of sucks because i've been focused so much on doing competition events but uh i think just i think just driving that sim like we, we do two different like me and the wife will do we'll do like whatever whatever series we're going to go to that weekend i'll do a bunch of tandem runs in the morning and then i'll come home at night and then i'll do a bunch of just like whoever just bang with the boys on yeah. not even that serious in the evening time so i'm kind of getting two different styles of sim driving one's focused on where i'm going the other one's focused on a little more of my tandem runs and then um and then and then at this point just like i've always am in the shop just like 
coming back. I've got so many, so many cars to do. And, and you're like, oh, that's fixed. And then you really realize you have three other cars to prep for a whole nother series. It takes like a full week in itself. So it's, it, it never ends over at our house. <laughs> it's just never. Cons. No. What, never. what are you running for a sim setup? Um, the Fanatec with the, with the belt driven. And I've okay. been de- debating trying something else. We haven't figured out. Not, as you all know, very computer literate. So <laughs> it doesn't, so it's not like I'm, I don't get to come home from work and I'm not like, oh, this is fun sitting on the computer and like, adjusting it and doing this and doing that i'm more the i'm more the i want the arrive and drive program for sims yeah <laughs> i don't need the arrive and drive program for fd i because i really enjoy i mean don't get me wrong if i had the the the, the ben hobson program that's that's the ultimate like right but but i do <clears throat> ultimately like i take some pride away from knowing that i built that car every single inch of it and i just i can't say i beat odie's car because i know I can't say I know he'll listen to this, but I know Ben will listen to this, and I know they're going to hear it. And there's he, Odie's still my idol, but it yeah. just ran doors with him. And I didn't beat his him with his car, but his car got beat by my car. So let's you know, right, so, right. <laughs> and, and I built that thing. You know what I mean? And and I and and I'm not living in a town where there's any drifting. Like I'm every single. Like Odie will remember this. If he listens to it, like I'm calling him and bugging him, and like the questions I'm sure I asked years ago were retarded, and they st- and they still are. And thank thank God I have a tuner that is like like a suspension guy that is amazing because he has definitely raised our whole program from being okay to top twenty one to, to 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 where we're at today. But he's like he's in it, is just as much as we are, and and that's what it's taken for our team to get where it's at. You, you beat me to the question, which is great, though, that, that we came to that. Because you and I talked a little bit about it in the pits when I, when I came to drop off the mic. And I'm like, dude, what has changed? And that was what you said. Like, obviously, there's lots that changes. But, like, that was the first thing you said. It's like, I have a suspension guy now. And everything is different. So what, I guess, like, what has he changed? How does that change how you drive? Like, what has that experience been like of, of having somebody who's that knowledgeable about that one thing? Well, before obviously my wife was on this as on on as the spotter, and even though she would tell me like you you weren't there, I would know it, and then there would maybe even still be like a discussion about it, not an argument, right. but a discussion. Really, was I deep enough? What da da da? And when she tells me something, I still believe her, even when we're at play events. Like still, I still respect her knowledge, right? But there's right. there's. Let's get real. Probably more. Not. I feel maybe more. More knowledge coming out of him. And you. And and when my car gets set up two years ago, I was like, "What are you guys doing? What's going on here? I need to know this. I need to know that." Now I don't even do any of that. <clears throat> he okay. just. He's just like. He's like, "What do you like about the car? And what, what could you change if you could change oh. it?" And so like I'll tell him what I think that if I could have that a little bit better, then he's like, "Okay, all right, all right." And then he. And before you know it, he's he's back there watching the slow motion videos about what the car's doing, and like just like a lot more. He can he can really read what the car is doing and and make a suspension adjustments so that the car's not bouncing up and down. Like he's like your car's moving a little bit there. I'm gonna slow that down and slow this down. It's stuff that he's he's a he's a nerd. Like he just loves like learning these things. Like he just he's like for ten years he's just gone on the simulator and seen what this did and saw what that did. Like exactly what i said i hated doing like i don't like getting on the sim and like trying to see what those things do now i'm Try doing it more 
Now yeah. I am doing it because I can see the relevance in it to it 100%. But he was doing it for 10 years ago. And so he can really make these, these items relate back into the car. Get, and then, and then he, can, he can break my rundown for me really well and, and feed it back to me before I'm on the line. Like he'll, he'll, he'll break it down and then he'll regurgitate it and feed it back to me and be like, and, and, then, it's, and, then, and then say it to me in a way that I can really apply it. Um, those are the things I feel like that have helped the most um, because I, I need, like, if, you, if you're a driver, you know that your spotter is like your hands, like you're like the blind guy trying to cut somebody open and you hope you're, you can get what out of it w- with your eyes closed. And he yeah. does that so well. Like, he, he, can, he can make me visualize it so well that, it, that I can do it. And that's the, that's the key, I think. Are you an FD fan who attends live events? Well, right now, for the podcast listeners only, we're offering $5 off each ticket purchased on Formula Drift website by using FD Podcast when you check out. That is FD Podcast. I don't know if you need to capital the FD, but try it either way. So head over to formuladrift.com, pick up the tickets, then enter code FD Podcast, get $5 off all eight events this year. It's our 20th season. Head over. If you're going, save five bucks. Might as well. I like that question in particular of what do you like and what don't you like? He's not asking you, what do you want changed? It's so that way, like your thinking is, is one step. Um, so I guess like what I mean by this is like you, he asks you, what do you like? And you go, Oh, I like that. It's grippy here. Right. I like that this part, what don't you like? I don't like that. I don't have enough side bite in the keyhole per se. I don't know the actual scenario. Instead of you going, Oh, I need to change the rebound here and we need to change the, the sway bar mounting point to change. Like you just have to say things you like and don't like it. He's taking that and translating it to a physical action instead of you having to tell him what to change. So you, you just have to think high level of like, I like this. I don't like that. And then he goes, here's the thing to make this do it more. And here's the thing to do less. I like what you just said about too high level. He's doing his job on a higher level too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, to find a tuner a, that I can say that to and him translate it and then apply it and then have my, my, my mechanic on the ground put it into the car. Like right. those are things I was not getting done before. Nothing against anybody else that was helping us, but like, no, I, it's just I different. Couldn't translate it's, it. I couldn't translate yeah. it into the car. So. That's so fascinating though. Like it, and, and I, I, I mean, coming from a media background and you talking about shooting slow-mo, this is something I used to do for the team that I work for is like, I would shoot slow-mo on purpose of of different things happening in the car like really tight like re- like they'd be like man the, the front wheel's doing something weird and the next run i'd be like focused just on that front wheel and we'd watch and be like oh it's doing this and you could see exactly what was going on like that's the part of the media guy that that most people aren't thinking of like stop just using your in-car footage for for instagram reels like it's great for that but it's also really good to figure out how hesitant you are to pull an e-brake or how slow you are to react to something like that. You should be reviewing that footage as regularly as you can. I got in shit from a driver we work with this weekend because I didn't send him footage soon enough. And he was like, he's like, I need that. Like, I need it now. I need to know. And I'm like, you're right. You do. Uh, I just, I'm happy to hear that. what I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> My whole well, <laughs> He is, he is so awesome. Like I can't tell enough or can't say enough good things about this kid. He's like, and then, and then, and then it's, and it's every day he's in it for me. Like, like yeah. same with my media guys, same with my wife, same with, you know, same with, same with Jim, my crew chief, like every one of them, like we leave there and it's like talking about what we're going to be better for next weekend. And like, 
they ultimately they don't get any money from me. They are doing this <laughs> for the joy for the joy of of what we're doing, right? Like, and yeah. and it's so awesome to see that like that their their heart and soul is in it for me. Like, it's not you know it's they and they then they take their vacation time, their two weeks vacation time for the whole year, and Jim does and gives me all of it and and comes to all of my events and 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 it was it was super cool to be able to win for him and give him give him back some of that love because they dedicate their I wouldn't say their life to it, but they all their all their a vacation life. That's yeah, a lot. All that's their spare lot. life. Yeah, that's a ton. Yeah. That's a, I. I wouldn't do it right now. Like I'm <laughs> too selfish right now. I want what I'm going for. Right. So it's so yeah. cool to see to see that. And like a media guy, he's he helps. He comes with us every single day. He drives around with us. He's over there like passed out now because they have worked him to death. But like <laughs> he has eight arms and goes and goes and goes and produces all this awesome footage for us too. So. Yeah, it's so it's so important. Even like like I said, the media side of it is is massive for driving and the sponsorship. I know, like you run a good program, you know what the deliverables are like and how to communicate with sponsors. That's my wife. She's a deliverable. Oh really? Oh, you're, you're... <laughs> seriously, the, those two are doing like we roll back into town on Monday morning. I'm straight to the shop Monday morning. I'm out there just like I tear the. I'm like okay, this and this were this. We're giving us fits. I tear take it apart so I can get those parts coming. Like, even if we roll Sunday night, I pull the cars in Sunday night. Like, they go on the left and make my list before my leave so that Monday morning when I'm at work, I can have the parts coming into us so that they can be there by Wednesday so ah. that they can be installed by Wednesday night so that Thursday we can load and then we can leave again. Like, it's, it's, it's boom, boom, boom. And, like, everybody has their jobs. If I had to go, like, do my, like, like my weekend update with, for, for the rounds or whatever, I just I couldn't make enough money at work. So... <laughs> the wife does that and makes does that makes all those people happy happy too and and she can type way better than I can. You you got through this far. I mean, you I know you say you're computer literate, but hey, we're here. We we got to figure it out. Oh yeah, well you, just, you lean on support. the people, right? You lean yeah. on the people that that for you. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not a wiring guy. I'm not a tuner. I'm not this right. But like I I found that that's what I do with my construction company. I lean on the people that can do that for you. You know what I yeah. mean? That they can do that really well. So I think I think that's so important. I think uh, Cletus made a post recently, and like selfishly, I the self promo. I commented on it. It was like <clears throat> for for anybody who's an entrepreneur, like what's something you wish somebody told you? And my comment was: take a hard look at yourself, realize what you suck at, and hire people that are good at it. That's it. Like th that was that was the hardest thing for me as somebody who runs their own companies, like to figure out. And, and that's the same thing with, with drifting or running your program. Like if you're not good at managing your program, if you're not good at emailing sponsors, find somebody who is, because that is almost more vital than the actual driving. Like, obviously you have to, you have to qualify and do okay to keep sponsors, but like there are plenty of drivers who kind of suck, who have really good sponsors and not talking about FB in particular, but like, you know it, I know it. We've been to track days. You see some guys loaded with stickers, covered in sponsor stuff, nice rig, everything else. And he's sponsored to the nines. He gets out on track. You're like, what are you doing? And it, you know, like it happens. And then there's, there's guys who are incredible drivers, incredible SIM drivers that maybe have never even had enough money to put a car together that they'll never get any further than that because they just don't know how to market. Yeah. It's, de it's definitely a testament to my wife. Like I, I kind of, kind of like, okay, this is who I want to connect with. I want to make this connection. I've already talked to him. I've already pretty much sealed the deal, but let's drag you in over here and you just, <laughs> just, just lock close this, this out. Let's just close this yeah. out. And you just, and then as soon as it closed out, I look at the two of them. I'm like, you two have got a connection. I'm going to, I'm going to back up here. 
You guys can continue this. I'm good to go. Kind of like even with the microphone, right? That was exactly it. Yep. I closed the connection. I'm like, you guys will handle this. Show her what you need. I'll be there to do the interview. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We're, we're doing it, right? It, it worked out. It worked out. We're here. So obviously something's working. Right. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what, what, if, you, if you had to pick any sponsor in the world to sponsor you, who would it be? Who would it be? Um, I want to be right there banging doors with, with Chelsea, and, 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 and I want to be underneath of that tent with Vaughn. Like, take, take Adam's RTR. spot. Yeah. Like, that is awesome. <laughs> take Adam's Those, spot. Yeah. Like, whatever. I'll, ride, I'll run with him. Nothing, I, I'm not talking smack on him. I love that dude. I, gotta, I, 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 I truly amend that man. He is like, he's helped me out so much, and he's so I, giving, and like, I finally got a taste of what it's like to be like, have too many people in your pits, and you're just like, I need a deep breath here. Like, there's too much going on here, and I can totally commend him for like even like he holding it together holding it together every weekend and not being overwhelmed and just like yelling at everybody leave me alone right because like he's like a hundred times worse than what i'm ever i've ever experienced so he and he's so and he's so he's so giving and so awesome but yeah um that's the rtr team for sure like they're badass <laughs> they like put a car together their cars just get down and then like and then i want to come to an event not caring i want to drive like i told james dean one time i'm like and Peter, I'm like, I love it that you guys drive like you do not care about the car whatsoever. And I still have to care about the car a little bit. Like I said, I got like I didn't want to I didn't want to run it into the wall, this, that, and the other. But I feel like those guys know yeah. their team will have whatever it, it is broken on that car back together. And let's just go out there and win practice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Bring it all around. Yeah. Let's yeah go win there, practice. There's, there's something to be said about that. I mean, we see even with like like the way Simon's driving on Odie's team, like to, to keep going on that, like, dude, his Woo! first practice runs in Long Beach were better than his entire career in the Supra. Dude, he's giving me chills. Like he was yeah. getting down. I was like, where did this come from? And I'm like, oh, Odie can build a car. And I went and gave him yeah. Odie props. I'm like, damn, you're building a good car. Like everybody who steps into your cars is like murdering it. Like, damn. It was. It was so hard for me when he lost to Jonathan in Long Beach because I love Jonathan. I love Odie. And I'm like, I don't want to see you guys battle. I was like so stoked that Jonathan was able to do it. But I was also like, holy shit, Odie, like what's going on? But then now seeing him back on the podium, like, okay, we're good. Like he figured it out. Like right. it's, yeah, it's, it, it's hard now for me because I'm so invested with so many drivers in, in like, and spending so much more time up in the tower with their spotters and things. I'm like, I don't want to see anybody lose. Like I'm too empathetic towards them at this point. Who do I cheer for? I don't want that team to see me cheering for them. Oh no. I just try. I'm just trying to like be agnostic and just like overly right. supportive of everybody all the time. Like, yay, you won. Yay. You lost. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all, they're all like, your kids at this point. I can see that. Totally. Totally. Yeah, it's dude, it was great. I mean, uh being in Atlanta and like walking through and chatting with all the prospect guys too and uh and, and I mean like I, I I've said it so many times now, like I wanna try and give you guys as much love as I possibly can. And like that's that's like my commitment is like you win a prospect event, you're getting a podcast at bare minimum. Because like I think I think you guys deserve a bit more of a spotlight. Like how many people know your backstory, right? Like Sure, definitely. Right? But but now with this how many more people are going to follow you? I hopefully it's shitload. Right. Like I, I, I want to know, I want to sit there and refresh your Instagram feed the day that this <laughs> podcast comes out to see, cause I hope, I hope it happens. I mean, I mean, for sure. I mean, we're just, we're just here having fun. I'm, I, it's a pleasure to be doing, it's an honor to be driving at, on in this series, to be honest with you. Like it was, 
I remember walking down at Long Beach and we walked um like by the motels there or whatever and you can look down onto the starting line and I made like 30 grand a, mo- a year that mo- that year probably and I looked over at the wife and I says we are through a four letter word out doing this and and she looks at me and she laughs she chuckles she's like like we're looking at million dollar venues setups cars trucks and trailers and she's like <laughs> whatever and I'm like we yeah. will do this and ever since that I've, when I, when she knows now when I tell her I'm doing something, it, it is, <laughs> it's going to happen. Be- she believes it. Like when I say it, it happens every time. And so like, she's like, okay, we're, we are doing this. And so, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's what's ride. happened so far. Like you said, you, you put it on the fridge that, that you're going to win prospect. You, you're a quarter of the way there. I you told said Jared you were going to battle bet. Yeah. Yep. I told Jared a month ago, I said, I'm going to be on that box on the top and you wait, you'll see, I'll see you in Atlanta. I told him a month ago and he's like, <laughs> That's but yeah, that's so. what it takes. Like I don't want to get like all super woo woo with like manifesting right. your right. shit, but like if you don't, if you don't actively think about it, if you don't push for it every single day, you're not gonna get there. Because somebody else is, somebody is thinking about it. Somebody is working every hour to be better. You know, like that's that's what's going on. I mean, I, I can't remember who said it, but someone's like, I enjoy getting probably like a Jocko Willink or something like that, where it's like I enjoy working out at four a.m because I know everybody else isn't mm-hmm. like I'm still doing it. And, and it's, it's a, it can be a dangerous mentality as somebody who has like burnt themselves at working, but it's also unfortunately how you can get ahead. It's not the only way, but it is a, way. Oh, we'll be on the shot many times at 10 o'clock at night. And I, you know, and I'll not to name any team, but I go, I guarantee you so-and-so isn't doing this. I guarantee they ain't doing it. And then yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, let's go. And then yeah. it gives you another half an hour of motivation. And then you, and then you go, and then you call it a night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I've, I've been there, man. I mean, like I, I even still like there, there are times where I'm, I'm getting up at 5.00 AM and like this start work. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like I've, I got six hours of sleep. And then I'm like, man, if I'm going to keep doing this. If I'm going to fit running a couple of companies and having three kids and running a podcast and everything else, like that's going to require those extra hours. Like, and, and, same thing. It sounds like you've basically given up everything that isn't progressing you forward at this point. Yeah. Every, everything, everything. Yeah. Like that's all our life is like, if, if I'm going to go work out, it's because that day, because I'm making time so that I can win. If I'm going to go right. drive the sim, it's making time so I can win. It's like every single, if, if I'm going to go to work today, it's so I can have money for <laughs> tires. It, every yeah. single thing about my life to the, like, it's it, I'm glad I'm glad I have a wife that drives because it's a it's excessive compulsive. It really is. It's it's over the top. Every every single thing is wrapped around that person. Do you Everything. do you think now that you've had like a taste of that success that it's only gonna get worse? Like where now you're like, I can do it. Like I did it. Like now I need more of it. Same thing with the like kind of chasing that fear. I don't think it'll get worse. I think it'll actually be better because now when I line up against a- anybody that I drove against before, like like look like look 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 out right like it's i've already beat you like i'm i'm i am coming in swinging again and i you already have you already know in your head that i beat you you think you can but either which way i'm 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 gonna beat i'm gonna i feel like i can beat you again no matter what right so like yeah that momentum is is amazing that's definitely what i needed coming into into e-town so um and, and, and even i even already felt it i remember i don't know where it was but like one of like i think the day, the day after i won i remember leaving and, and it was just like this little aura about me and I'm, I'm like 
I got you, you, and you. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> like you're you're all going down. And like yeah. and I needed that in my soul. Like when I won hot pits, it was like like and I when I come back in there, everybody the the the, the round at, the the round after everybody was like they were nervous. Everybody comes to me like, I did this and this and this so I can beat you. I did this and this and this so I could beat you. You know what I mean? So like it was definitely of a, a, a me in my head going, I now I beat you all. You know what I mean? Like let's let's let I'm gonna prove it to you. I can do it twice, kind of. And yeah. and and I already felt like I could. I didn't need to prove it. So that's I'm I'm super pumped for that that motive that that uh extra drive, I guess. Yeah, and I mean going into English Town, it's it's different in a way. Like there's significant like. It, Atlanta, there, there's no room for mistakes because of the kitty litter and the wall and stuff like that. But in English town, like you only have what two zones and one transition. Like you have four parts. That's it. It's an initiation, a right turn, a transition into a left turn, and that's basically it. So it's like it's a different set of skills. And you've you've driven well there before. You've you've actually driven so well that you could take a break to flip Dustin Miles off mid drift. Um, that I, I have confidence that you're going to do pretty well there now. Yeah. That's one of my favorite courses, to be honest. So we got to drive the Adam LZ challenge a, a year ago. And yeah. then I've done, we did drift week there and then we, and then I did the, those comps there. So, and I, and I love the course. Like I, um, I've, I've driven with Diego Hugo there. I've driven with, I think Chelsea there a few times. Like I've been with Luke, Luke there a few times. Like I've got a lot of, we've got some really good ones. Josiah, we've some really, really high level driving there and a lot of laps but nothing yeah. you know yeah jaeger lives there that's his home track he'll be coming in swinging and last time we were there like he was on hit so yeah you can't count anybody out no no i agree how how was drift week like i mean i i've i've never done it i've always wanted to but like did you was that an enjoyable experience for you <sighs> it wasn't enjoyable i've done a lot of them i think i've done five of them now um and each one of them yeah. is different each one of them is different. Like I love them all in different ways. The first one was super rad because it was all like, that was before I really knew any of the, the, the P1 boys. So that was cool. Right. I got I to got hang out with Matt and Chelsea and Luke and um, Fielding and Excel and like, wow, and all these people. So that was really cool to get to know those guys. And then um, it was also... I didn't have the right car on some of the series, so that kind of sucked in the sense I had the Corvette the first round, um, and that was really fun um, because I was like the underdog for that event. Like I wasn't even invited two days before it. I, I, I actually a month before it, I asked to come and I was told I could, and then about a week before they said there's not room for you, and then I'm like, okay, so like I'm like I woke up and I'm like I really want to go, so I made, uh, I made a video and I sent it into to um Aaron and I'm like this is this is me this is my car I want to go approve me come on and just so like yeah just do it come on like so I dressed up in my 90s ski outfits I dress, I, I got like just half retarded right and, and I sent him my little video and he's like all right you'll get some media coverage for us you can come and that's the only reason I got to come is like I would bring in some media coverage for clout or what or not clout but for all the other guys that were trying yeah, to produce attention trying yeah. to produce something and so so that was a really wild ride. And then, and then the other ones, I didn't bring the Corvette, so I couldn't keep up with the pack. So I was on a, like, I had my, my, I drove my, basically my pro spec slash pro amp car dog box 
411 gears and it didn't it went 55 miles an hour down the highway and it was really slow on the interstate but it drifted really well so that wasn't as fun too in, in some aspects it <laughs> drifted really well but half of drift week is hanging out with matt field on the interstate at 140 plus miles an hour allegedly allegedly like the whole everybody <laughs> like when on drift week one there everybody was like cannonball run and so that yeah. was like that's half of the venue right like is to be like going on drift week and then cannonball running it with the guys and so my one after for the few years after my other cars were not cannonball run cars they were just drifting cars so yes it mm. was super fun but uh I've kind of leaned away from it a little bit more until I get a, a Corvette, which is, in my opinion, the ultimate drift of weak car because you can turn on the stereo, you can turn it up loud, you can go 180 mile an hour on the interstate, you can keep up with everybody, and they drift. Like as long as they, as long as they don't catch, as long as they don't catch fire, as long as the, uh, as long as the the uh, the torque tube doesn't break, also. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not a cheap repair. No. 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 Huh? Would you? Would you? like recommend people go and do that like if the means oh like is it yeah yeah it's the yeah it was the cheapest way of drifting out there period like you could just go out there and you could just drive and drive and drive but everybody thinks that they're going to drive more than they actually will be on the event kind of you get there in the morning it's like an fd event it starts off really slow you have a little more meetings there's a little bit more media there's a lot more publicity and you right. don't go out there and do 30 tires in a day you go out there and do eight tires in a day even though you're there all day like there's more waiting yeah. in between it so it's a little more so you still you don't do five million laps but you can if you want to destroy your car right but but it's just a little it's a <laughs> it's, little slower pace it's about pacing it's not yeah. it's not yeah. about just just going at it and, and destroying everything all at once it's, it's definitely a pace and it's fun like if i had enough money i would go do all of them but the last series though the last time we did drift week with them was right before FD and it was too stressful. We landed there, we did drift week, and then like a week later we did we did FD, and it was just too much. We tried to pack them all in together. I wanted some good practice before that, and it was just too stressful. So that was too much for me per se. So we definitely didn't do it this year. Yeah, drift week. Yeah, is, that is amazing. That is quite a lot to to try and go and do all that. Well, we lived so far across <clears throat> the U.S. that it was like load up both of the cars. Let's go all the way over there. Do the Adam LZ challenge, do Drift Week, and then and then and then time it right into FD, and it was nothing. It was too stressful. Too stressful. <laughs> what uh, what current pro track would you want to drive in pro spec? Oh well, Long Beach is the long is the one that I've always like. I think that's the biggest one everybody wants to. It's the scariest one, so it'd make you like suck it up, Buttercup, right? Um, <laughs> it, but it is it it's the most iconic one, right? Um, Irwindale is like grab your balls. Let's go. Let let's see how how tough you are. But Long Beach is a little more technical, and I think it's mm. just super super cool to be there in the middle of town with all the sky the high rises around it and everything. So I think that's definitely the track. I would have said Atlanta is right up there now. So I'm cl I'm super pumped to have got to to get there to Atlanta and drive it because we were there last year looking at it with a um in between drift week one in between at the end of drift week we had a week lull. We went over there and watched, and I was like, "Yes, this looks like fun." Like that's why I got into drifting, not for E Town kind of tracks. I got into drifting for <laughs> Atlanta kind of tracks. Like right. I want, I want to go fast. Like that one, I want to, I want to scare myself. I want to get, yeah. I want to, I want to have to like on the line go. Okay, like in, even Atlanta though, I don't think it scared me. There wasn't like a scary part. It's not like hitting a triple moto. 
Like you're the you've never hit the, the the line before. You're at the bottom of a big huge jump, and you're like, "All right, we're gonna do this." And you don't ever. When I look at that line on a motorcycle, I'm like, "You, if you don't have this dialed, you could break your back and never walk again today." I never yeah. felt like that in drifting. Like it was always more more like calculated or what I don't know, but it was never. It, it, I never felt like I was going to die. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me we need more dangerous tracks is what you're getting at that's why i love atlanta and, and, and salt lake I'm, i like i love the fast ones i love it i love it really fast like salt lake super cool like 100 mile an hour inches. yeah pretty fun pretty rad pretty rad yeah 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 I'm, I'm excited i'm excited i really i i keep talking about it and i apologize everybody listening like i want salt lake but backwards i think i think yeah. if you were to go into that first turn like full clip into that big sweeper be so sick and then you have slower corners to like make up for the rest of it and then you're going up that hill which which i like to see i like when i like when we're going up hills just because it like loads the engine kind of makes the cars do some weird stuff like it just it adds a little bit of a different flair to, to what we're doing i like that i didn't i didn't think of it envision it until you just said it like like my spotter did but like i think that'd be yeah. rad to come into that entry there you keep your speed up a lot more throughout there and then like choke it down as the course went on rather than coming and choking it down and then trying to gain speed throughout the course. Right. And you're coming like at the crap. Like you're, right. you're literally coming at that first like section. That would be the only thing that maybe would concern me is that if you biff that, like there's only 30 feet of gravel and then wall and then crowd. So like that might be why they don't do it. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't feel like it's all that dangerous to be honest with you, but I'm not. I don't, I, I don't I think don't, I don't you're a great judge of. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think you're right? a great judge. <laughs> we do it because we maybe like to scare ourselves. Yeah. No, I mean, like I put at the edge of a cliff, maybe, but like right. you know. <laughs> what else are we here for, right? Put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there any tracks right now that you you would like to see on the roster? Like since you've driven kind of a, a fair bit of them, is there something that we're we're not doing right now in FD that we should be? You know. I, I don't have any any anything in mind necessarily. I mean, I I I've listened to you ask that Turk, and I was asked to kind of listen, thinking what what would I like, you know. Um, I like elevation changes though. Oh, so so yeah. okay. You, you, I just I just said it in my head. I want I want to see Sonoma. I I I love elevation changes. I right. I mean, that just <clears throat> made another. It's another. It's another element to figure out. It makes it harder. It makes it like coming over the top of a blind hill. Just matted, and you knowing that if you let off for any second, that guy's gonna pull you, and that just separates the men from the boys, right? Because like that's where you're, that's where you gotta pull all the balls out. Like when you're coming yeah. up the top of that rise, if you want it, you can't will see just, anything. You'll stay yeah. in it, and you don't care. And if you're dead all scared, you'll let off, and you just lost. So yeah, yeah. but every time I go to, we've been doing the shootouts there at a, at a winter jam, uh, and I, I, I get well. One year we got there and I did like two runs on the shootout thing course and I went straight over to Winter Jam and I was like, why did Rudy leave? Isn't he doing the comp? And I'm like, yeah, but I came here to drive Winter Jam. I, I never get it. I never come to drive. I don't ever get to drive Winter Jam. So I went and I jammed on Winter Jam the whole the whole weekend. They came back over for the comp right before it started and they're like, oh, I did. And then I won the comp. But, but it was it was like it was so funny because I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm here for Winter Jam. Like there's or the run. Excuse me. For the run summer jam at Winter Jam because it's it was just I love the over the top there it's super fun so yeah. <clears throat> okay what series let's say you're given unlimited budget and you can go run any other series other than Formula Drift where would you what one would you run mm. 
anywhere in the world. Doesn't have to, it doesn't have to, I, I honestly don't even want you to tell me a U.S. one. Yeah, I mean, re realistically, like, probably with the, what I, what is Peter, Peter right, running right now is a DMAC. I think they're over there running. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't put all of the circuits together in my head to, to do it, but I think that one looks like one of the higher level ones. I feel like the drivers over there are, and the mm. cars are over there are pretty ballers. So every time I watch that, that series, I'm like, yeah, these guys, it's not like, some of the Japanese series are just like, you know, like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah, but there's a few courses, though, that would be fun, but not the full series. I think DMAC probably had some pretty rad, pretty rad series or facilities. Facility. Ooh, good way of putting it. <clears throat> the one arena thing is is pretty crazy, and it's got like like 15 or 20 transitions in it or something. The, the, the Aussie one, right? Or for, for the one in Australia, but um, New Zealand. The, I think the one, so, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the DNZ one. That was yeah. I would love to go do that one, the one that Luke was driving, and yeah, through the through the through the infield there, that looked super super cool. I have no yeah. desire to go do the Red Bull like drift champ. What is it? The, the drift shifters? Yeah, whatever. Where they just there's nobody else on the course. <laughs> it's like a freestyle. Yeah, yeah. I, has, I have no desire to do that. It's it's an interesting take. Like it's I I like I like in the regards that like it is different than what we're normally seeing. I think. That that's the thing, because like it's very easy to take drifting and be like, oh, it's only tandem. Like I like, I'm a big fan of. Uh, there's one called like Vibes, where it's like team drifting, where you have like three cars and it's all about how in synchronous you can be, and like shit like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool for somebody who is 100% style. Like that's all they do. They just jam with their buddies. They're really good with their buddies because we've all seen it. Like you see three guys come out with matching liveries, matching wheels, and you're like, oh shit, they're about to get down, and it's cool to see. It's just not tandem competition. Right. I can see you doing that. I mean, you got I, I, three cars that are all similar. like Right. Oh, I, I mean, all, all of them are, are, I've really been on a, a competition kick level. Like, I've been yeah. on that like, lately, even driving down the road the other day. Like, we can go do this jam event. I'm like, I just want to do comps. Like, I just, mm. I, and I just got this, not to prove to anybody, but like, when I, I like that I was not forced to, but when I, got to line up when i had the opportunity to line up with with the top three drivers that it was like you just built the baddest thing you could build and i just built the baddest thing you could build and and i don't care if i smash into you and let's go <laughs> let's do this like usually a lot of the times it's like i don't want to wreck my car this weekend i gotta make sure we get through the weekend i got whatever right there's some right. type of management going on at all point and it all goes out the window when i line up with him and that's what i truly love about it it's just like Build the coolest, raddest looking thing you could build, and you, and you're gonna go smash into it to each other. That's 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 what I dig about it. Yeah, that's a. I, I've I've always like known that obviously, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody quite articulate it that way. And that's a really good way of putting. It. Like the, the gnarliest <laughs> thing I can build you, and then and then let's just go like. Just yeah, let's run go hit him. Let's do it. Yeah, like so. Yeah, <laughs> it's so visceral. Like I love it. It's great. Um, what, what advice do you give or would you give to somebody trying to get into prospect? Like, it, like I, I spent a lot of time chatting with new prospect drivers this past week and there's a lot of stuff that they just don't know that they probably should <laughs> like little stuff, but don't like, build a car and bring it to FD. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I'm guilty. But I didn't have, yeah. an, I did, but kind of didn't have an option of where I was already like, I had 
seven, six months before to think I had my stuff planned out. But no, 100%. Don't, do not build, unless you have enough money that you can just use FD as your testing grounds, mm. then, then sure, right? Like ultimately, but most people don't have enough money you can use that as your testing grounds. Like you need cheaper practice or cheaper testing, right? Like Richard Avante, like he used it, Avante, he used it as his testing grounds. You know what I mean? Like his car, which is barely put together for the weekend and he brought it there and used it to test. And unfortunately it, like the car's amazing. His team's great. They can oh, get their car rips, beautiful car. but yeah. they just got, he, he just tried to test it at FD. And that was, I think, you know, that's an expensive, I wouldn't say mistake. That's an expensive test session. Right. So, so yeah. you would say just like, if you've got a prospect car that's working, like just bring that out. Add a teeny bit of power to it. If anything, if you've got a car that works like, right, just like, the number one thing you can do is add if you need to add a little power adder if you if or, or just drive it if it makes 550 will just bring it to the comp and drive it good example is okay uh well that the, the was, yes yes yeah. once there's your one in prospect that i was going to go lead to not casey cole but um m spec with um oh stookie stookie he drove his <clears throat> pro spec car in pro in pro last year and did how right. well he he said on two fifty fives. Yeah, he did it on change, right? Okay. You know, I mean, like, not that I've been creeping on you, but I've listened to all the words that come out of this podcast, right? Oh and, shit, right? <laughs> like that's what he said to you. He's like, no, I I built a car from for for, for, for well, I built it at Prospect, and I didn't change it. I built it in Pro, and we ran it, and it and it did yeah. very well. And I believe that that was that was his that was his advantage coming into Pro is he didn't have a car that changed. It just worked. Same with my car coming in this year. Like we've just like I didn't take it apart and do a whole lot of things. I I pulled the clutch out. I made the tra- I got freshened up on a few different things. But we kept the car together and just kept making it better and better and better. So when we came into the season, it wasn't it wasn't an auto restart. It wasn't a re it, like I didn't have to nut and bolt everything. I had one bolt that came loose for the whole weekend, and like the car worked phenomenally. Like so that's the number one thing: having a car that works you, that you already that you just are not messing with all the time just like your your car that you know it's your right hand it goes to the same spot every time there's no thinking on it so yeah that's a good way putting it i found out this weekend that robert thorne still has a stock gas tank in his car yeah that's that's that blows me away i didn't think you could even have that in pro could you i i i i I, I, it passed tech i mean i i was up on the line it was just him standing there and you know i was uh I was just walking through hot pits. Like I, during practice, I was trying to be in hot pits to like see what's going on. He's just standing there shooting the shit and looking at the car. I'm like, man, this is really simple. He's like, yep. Yeah. He points. He's like, stock gas tank. And I'm like, what? He's yeah. like, yeah. He goes, it's highway rated. Why not? And I'm like, that's not wrong. Like it's, it's in a good spot. It's hidden. Like, yeah, I guess so. They yeah. are, they're a little more hidden and he, in those. Ch- that and he's chassis. a front mount rad. He's got a front mount rad. Oh. And I was like, okay. Like, and then I see a rad in the back. I'm like, well, there's a rad in the back. He goes, no, it's, it's water to air intercooler for the supercharger. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And like, he obviously has some room to improve in pro, but like, he didn't go out there and make a fool of himself. Like, he didn't go out and look terrible. He, he's, it's definitely a completely different story than pro spec. He's got a lot to learn, but like, it wasn't, nobody's talking about how bad Robert Thorne did. Right. Or how out of place Robert Thorne looked. They no. didn't have a great weekend. That's it. I just yeah. like, holy you, shit. <laughs> you gotta have a good weekend to look good with those boys, though. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to, you have to have like a perfect weekend to even make it at a top 32 now. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like there's the level just went up again. Oh, it's dude. it, It, this, this past Atlanta was, it was, it was in my opinion, the greatest FD event I've ever watched. Like going back and looking, but even between like, Prospect, like the drama and prospect, all the craziness that happened there. We have to get into all of it, but like it was wild. I'll have my I'll have my my podcast with Casey Cole at some point in time to talk about that. Oh, uh, man. But, <laughs> but prospect was nuts. You drove like crazy. You kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest with you. Like if you told me at the beginning of the weekend Rudy Hansen was gonna win the event, I'd be like, okay, well, maybe. But like you just came out and crushed it, consistent all weekend. Ben came out and did insane things. Everybody drove yeah. like madmen. Guys that I thought were going to do well did terribly. Guys that I had no idea <laughs> who the hell they even were did yeah. great. Yeah. And then Pro comes along and Von Gittin has a perfect event after taking a year off. I'm like, you couldn't write this shit. Like, yeah. yeah. It was an awesome. Also, it was awesome. Is, can you confirm for me that, that Formula Drift is not scripted? <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Like, there was, there was nothing scripted about the weekend. We, we were so lucky, though. We had really a flawless weekend like the only thing that could have been better would have been p1 like from the week from the beginning of the weekend but other than that like yeah. our car was so good we came in with the right the right gears from the get-go like everything like like we did a lot of research on what gear ratios we wanted had some other help from teams and the car just worked so well just a couple of twists on the old bill suspension coilovers and the car was good plug yeah oh yeah Odie's amazing there. Like he's he's helping out so much. His suspension, like there, I, I don't remember the team, but there was a team in there and like plugging or not. Like they're like, we just pulled our suspension off of there and we put fills on it and we didn't even adjust them. We put them in the middle and our car went from like garbage to amazing. Like so, like I'm I'm a believer, hundred percent. His stuff works so good. Yeah. Who who are you who are you talking with like on either pro or prospect regularly? Because you've you've name dropped a bunch of guys. Not like not shitty. You just just no. have like we all kind of know each other. Point. Right. So um, Rome's, you, my, Rome's my number one go to because we've been like he, we kind of want we he's been about a year and a half ahead of me on his journey of of this whole thing. We kind of got into drifting together. He saw me okay. when I got the um, which is um, honey butter. He saw me when I bought that car the very first day, the very first event when I purchased it in California. And I was driving home. We stopped at Apple Valley, and so like Jeff Lent, is it called honey butter? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, is that the the my wife names them all? So because we get we get so confused in the shop. What car were you working on? We need this part for Honey Butter, or this part for for Blue Balls, or this one for Svetlana, or whatever. So it keeps them all <laughs> it keeps them all a little separate there. Okay, so. sorry to interrupt. I had to know. I was like, are you talking to your wife, or did yeah. you just name your car Honey Butter? <laughs> no, no, it was, just, it was like it would like we we named it that after like every time we'd get in, it was just it was it drove like butter, like it was the consistent car. It never gave us problems. It worked every weekend. It didn't break on us like. And it just was smooth, and that was because it was a car we both learned it. Um, we, I, yeah, like it drove it a ton, 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 ton. So. Okay, sorry, sorry. We can go back on topic. You you talked to Rome a bunch. He was there for Apple um, Valley. Yeah, no, like Rome's like my go-to guy. Like he's just so outgoing. He's like easy. To, he like and and like, uh, not that he talks to me more than me because like we from the beginning. But he helps everybody, right? But like he just oh, yeah, he just wants to see the sport grow, just like you know any one of us, like. I love getting people in there for ride-alongs because I want to see them like, just like me, the minute they get out of my car going, oh yeah, I'm going to just ruin my life with this. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. This is my personality now. Yep. Yeah. This is it. This is, I am drifting. Yep. So, so no, like Rome, I've talked to Rome a little bit. I've talked to, um, I've talked to uh, Jonathan a little bit. Anybody I can really like Chelsea a little, a little bit, not as near as much. He's got a, 
he's always busy, but he'll always, if I've got like suspension questions or, or, you know, just like send, send him a video. What do you think about this answers? He's always there to answer. And, uh, and, uh, you know, real, realistically, <laughs> I'll go bug every single one of those guys and, and get a little <laughs> bit of information out of every single one of them. Right. Some of it, you feel like it's helpful. Some of it, you're like, whatever. Right. But like, um, just from Simon Olson to, to, to Osbo, to Ryan Turk, you know, like all of them, I'll try and get a little bit from him. But, 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 the number one go-to is is Rome. He's he's just very helpful. We have a lot of the same car. Like my my motor from last year came from him. He helped me source it. He like we okay. talk about blower <laughs> cooling issues. I've gave him some ideas on pumps for it. So we always are like, he's like, I just got this problem fixed. This is how you fix it. And I'm like, okay, sweet. I fixed this problem. This is how you fix it. You know, we're kind of just piggybacking off of each other. And then. Now, obviously, is as well as he's doing. I'm like, here's my footage. Tell me how where I suck, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that from Hot Pits or not, uh, LS Fest. I went to LS Fest, and I'm like, uh, me, and me and Odie battled, and uh, I'm like, okay, here's my footage of Odie. Like, me, like I did a my Bobby, my media guy. He just threw an over under on the on it. We posted it online. I pulled it off of there, and I'm like, okay, here's my over under. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. He's like, okay, you're there, there, and there, there. So he's been very helpful. Like. Hundred percent. That's good. So yeah, those are my I'll go to guys. But any of them will answer questions for me at this point. Like, oh yeah, me and Chelsea have done a ton of driving together in Drift Week, so that's been pretty cool. Like, we were we would jam out a lot of villains and just all of them. We 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 could really get down. So yeah, he's a great guy. He's super. It was. I mean, they're all. I mean, it's so hard to pick like favorite podcast, yeah. but like getting to interview Chelsea for me was like a big moment. Like Osbo, Turk, like all Vaughn, yeah, whatever. But like. <laughs> But like Chelsea, I was like, "All right, cool. This is like, this, this is that was one I was definitely looking forward to as soon as I signed on." Yeah, for sure. No, he's yeah. fun. He's he's one of my. We drove together. I don't remember with the event, but like we were driving together a bunch. He's like, "I'm so surprised you haven't ran into me." Like, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like. So then, like a couple laps, next lap or two or three laps out later, he's in his nice car. And I just give him a couple little door punches. I'm like, "There you go. You wanted it. Like, I've just been really respectful to you and your car. Like." I have a, not I, anymore I, right yeah. well i wanted to you know like i, I know how it is if you're going to be like running into my shit i don't want to drive with you like yeah. you know what i mean i want somebody that can be getting doors and not and not destroying our our equipment too so yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a difference between like you know bumping and hitting right right so, yeah so what what's the rest of this year look like for you what's the schedule what are you hitting up where can where can people find you so we're going to be doing all of the hot pit festivals with me and the wife um we've got we're going to go home and actually put a new coat motor in one of those cars so that we can make a little more power come we're we're probably like 350 at that event so that car did not perform like i wanted to so i'm gonna try and get about 580 to the crank out of another motor that we're working on right now cool. get that together in like six weeks for that event um i don't think we're gonna do any grid life events um and we might do we might go over to albuquerque and do no coast Go hang out there, okay. take the G35s, and just like, just do like basically opposite of, of ice drifting, but in the hottest weather available, and just go run into <laughs> each other and just bounce off of each other. So I have so much fun just kind of simply said destroying the cars, and we can destroy those cars. So yeah, I love doing that. Um, then, uh, then obviously, um, we're going to go to Hyperfest this next weekend. We'll be there um, with Luke. I'm excited to drive with him. He's like one of my favorite people of all times to drive with. And then um, we were going to do a 50K and they canceled it. So we're probably, we might stay after right. E-Town 
and do the other 50k. Um, so we're gonna try and get that one done. Um, and that's like we'll just fill in like we left like August open, and we'll probably just fill in some other random dates there with whatever just goes in. Hmm, that's crazy. So trying to get in basically every weekend that's available. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. We we when we came to Atlanta, we went we did. So. Huh. Let's back. Let's back up on what it took to really get here. We loaded up. I went to. We went to Vegas. We did. We did LS Fest, in right. my in the black my black two car hauler. We drove back home. I unloaded those two cars. We pulled the pro car out because I didn't want to wreck it potentially. Loaded it into the pro car trailer. Prepped the other two cars that we just did the event with. Loaded them into onto the wedge. Took two trucks and two trailers down to Vegas. I mean, the wife drove one of them. So she drove the sixty foot truck trailer. I drove the wedge. We drove them down to Vegas, and we stayed at my buddy Josh Stewart's house, who I gave a ride along to three years ago, and now ruined his life. And now <laughs> he just is like, like, just spewing money on drift cars. Totally ruined his life, straight up. Like he was yeah. not into drifting, and now he's like, drift car, drift car, drift car, drift car. That's all he can do. So ruined his life, and the stayed at his house. Left left the pro car trailer at his house. Drove to Hot Pits. Got to Hot Pits. Slept on the ground at Hot Pits in the parking lot there. Did did Hot Pits event. Got beat by my wife. Loaded up both of the cars. <laughs> loaded both of the cars. Drove back to Vegas. Got to Vegas at 2 in the morning. Took some of the stuff that we needed out of that. Put it back in the pro car trailer. Forgot three wheels. Forgot some, some, some headsets. Forgot a few different things. It's supposed to go back into the pro car trailer. Loaded that up. Drove straight. 40 hours straight to get to Atlanta. And got to Atlanta like um tuesday but like we had a, a like leading up into it is is like because those weekends are back to back it, it really makes it hard to like organize it all so leading up so now we got a few more hot pits events that do the same thing to us again they have them like one weekend's hot pits the next week the next weekend is uh another fd event so those will be the biggest weekends for them we've got back-to-back -back weekends coming right in a row so jesus but that's what we do we enjoy it that's that's can't see it. that's what i want to do i don't love the back-to-back -back weekends but like i feel good coming off of them like if, if you can get a motivate or a little momentum coming from that other weekend it definitely culminates into the, the weekend after i feel like so that's crazy yeah. dude you're you're an animal uh yeah you're an animal i don't know how you're doing it all it's not but it's working the best so. sidekick ever ever there you go yeah yep. well uh yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to, to wrap it up. Best sidekick ever. Uh, speaking of, hi. <laughs> uh, cool. Do you want to do any shouts out? Instagram, YouTube, any of that stuff? Yeah, so go find me on my Instagram, RudyHanson119. And obviously, my the rest of my team, Bobby, Bobby Lowi, who does all my media, my wife. Shelly Hansen, she, they go, go to our Instagram, go to the link in, link in the bio. We have our all the link, the link tree there. You can go find all of our sponsors, anti-gravity batteries, JNA oil, um, track tires is helping us out a ton this year. They're building tires for drifting and that's all they deal in ACT clutches. Um, and quick trick alignment. My wife's yelling at me other ones to say quick trick alignment. We got so many people that have been helping us out. So to help us get there. And so, um, but the main, the main ones, and, Oh, like cat daddy tuning my, my, my tuner. I got it. I got it. You gotta plug him he's amazing um and uh and then just like bobby my media guy who's believed in me and like slept in the back seat of the truck for like 200 days straight just like this does does it we'll go and like just don't have anywhere to stay he's like i don't 
never bitches, never complains. It just is there like, I know you got this in you and just supports me, supports me, supports me. So shout out to all those That's guys great. that helped. Yeah, they're awesome. Well, I'm glad you, I mean, we could figure this out. I'm glad we got this sorted. Um, super stoked for you. I'm incredibly excited to see what the rest of the season looks like because you're, like I said, you're driving like a madman. It looks like everything's coming together. So I'm, I'm big happy. You need to get another one of these because I'm going to, you're going to need to leave this one here for round two. Oh, I like it. Right? I like it. That's, that's, that's it. That's where it's at. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and or watching. If you're not, if you're not listening, definitely watch. And if you're not watching, maybe listen. I don't know. We're trying to like make sure everybody gets it everywhere. Uh, do you watch on YouTube or listen on audio? I listen on audio because I'm always trying to work my other, I'm like driving to like Home Depot to get materials and I'm listening to this. <laughs> ah, sick. Well, so. thank you again, everybody for listening and or watching. Uh, we'll have links for Rudy uh, and his wife in the, in the, the comment section or the show description or whatever. Make sure to give him a follow. Uh, make sure to follow the rest of this year with him and uh, yeah, we'll catch everybody next week. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks again, man.